to have been in the investment business in 08 and to have the experience of 74, you had to be working, by definition, 34 years. But the truth of the matter is that the investment business was terrible in the decade of the 70s. You couldn't get a job in the 70s. I know people, classmates of mine from grad school, who wanted to go into the investment business, but rather than get out in 69, when I did, they got out in 70, they couldn't get a job in the investment business for their whole lives. And they dug in in other fields. But the point is, you had to have your job in the 60s. It, and that means by 08, you had to be working more than 40 years. How many people worked more than 40 years? So by definition, the pool of people with the, with the recognition of the past pattern is, is very small. And you know, um, clearly we ran into uh, very difficult problems. The overinvestment on high leverage in the subprime products in 05, 06 um, caused the, you know, the loss of some of the most important banks and, and uh, investment banks. And people started talking about the end of the world. And uh, security prices melted down, loan prices melted down, and activity froze because everybody was uncertain. Will there be a tomorrow? If I buy anything today, will, it, will there be a market tomorrow? Will it have any value tomorrow? And all liquidity dried up. And as I say, people were talking about the end of the world. And it was the most pronounced cycle that, that, uh, that we've lived through. Uh, but still, there was really no reason. I mean, I, I, I kept thinking about what Roosevelt said, the only thing we have to fear is fear itself. People were just afraid. They weren't afraid of anything rational. They were just afraid. And what you had to do is you had to keep your wits. And you know, one of the hopes is that, that if you read history, if you, if you read the book, if you understand cycles, you will be able to reduce the emotional influences at that time and cut through them. And, and maybe we'll just say, keep your wits about you. So we concluded in late 08, after the bankruptcy of Lehman Brothers put the markets into freefall, that uh, you know, uh, will the will the financial world end or not? And what we said was that it's hard to predict the end of the financial world. If you conclude that the financial world will end, it's hard to have any idea what to do. And most of the time, the financial world doesn't end. We also made a very simple calculation. Should we buy or not? Well, if we invest and the financial world ends, it kind of doesn't matter. But if we don't invest and the financial world doesn't end, then we didn't do our job. So by that, you know, here we are in an environment where really people had no idea what was coming next and, and we're talking about the end of the world. And I thought the analysis was rather simple, that we had to buy. So at Oak Tree, we invested $650 million a week in the last 15 weeks of 08. Uh, of, uh, that's about $10 billion. And that's really all you had to do. It almost didn't matter what you did as long as you bought. And it was a point in time in the cycle, and these points in time come along every once in a while, where you don't need conservatism, caution, risk control, discipline, 
patience or selectivity. You need money and the nerve to spend it. And if you had money and nerve to spend it in, in late 08 in the credit market or early 09 in the stock market, you've made a ton of money um, and, uh, by playing that cycle.